Welcome to Chugs with Jugs. I'm the Chugs, and I'm also the Jugs. <laughs> I'm a Jug that also Chugs. <laughs> Let's not talk in this voice the whole time. <laughs> I almost started a drill. It's fine. We're back. We're back. Finally. We Yay. made it. It's been a long few weeks. <laughs> yeah, we had to take a break. Uh, Jen started a new job. I did. Woo! So I've been really busy and tired. Busy. I've been busy. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, and I had vacations and weddings and things, not my own, things happening. <laughs> a lot of a lot of things, so take a little breather. Yeah, but now we're back and we have a friend. Woohoo! Yay! It's Kmart. Hey! Kmart, not as in the store, as in the human. Right? Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag blue light special. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hashtag big ass savings. I don't really like Kmart too much. Sorry, Kmart. Yeah. I just I'm a more I'm more of a, a Target fan, which I know they're not on the same caliber, but that's why I like it more. Right? I don't and I feel like they're closing Kmart's. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the last time I saw one. Yeah. They're usually they in scary the areas. areas. I haven't been to a Kmart in I don't even know how long. Mm-mm. Yeah. Neither. The last I. time I was at a Kmart, I was going to the state based no, basketball game. And I parked there because that's where I always park. And I rode with my friend, and then I got back, and my car was not present mm. in the parking space that I parked oh, it in. Oh, that's right. It got towed. It got towed. And I so I went to the towing place, and the guy was, like, nice, but, like, kind of a dick about it. because well, he's a towing guy. They're right. They're, like, super nice. So he was like, well, the sign always, like, gets destroyed, or people take it down, so we just don't even worry about putting it back up. What? Then how are we supposed like, then to how was I supposed to read the sign on the ground that I couldn't park here? And I was trying to do a nice thing. I parked outside of the Kmart spaces, like, just in, like, this gigantic open parking lot, and then I still got to it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's actually better this way. <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. It's all good. I actually prefer this. Yeah. <laughs> I like spending $100 to get my car back. It's fine. She's worth it. The reason mm-hmm. we're all getting together now is we want to check in with Jen after she's started her new job so we can see how it's going. And we're going to talk about how... Interviewing and starting new jobs can be awesome and also scary and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, all the all the stressors that come along with the whole process from figuring out that you want a new job all the way to starting the new job because there are a lot of things that go on <laughs> in between those two points. Right. So, Jen. <laughs> oh, first, should we, should we discuss our beverage? Well, yes. <laughs> okay. So, we invented one, and it is strawberry peach juice. Mm-hmm. Also good, just by itself. Mm-hmm. I had some. Some mango vodka, triple Ooh. sec, which has that orange zing and a little bit of club soda. Yep. It's a spritzer. It's a spritzer fruit medley. <laughs> Basically, I'm getting my fruits and vegetables right now. <laughs> Basically. And it's actually really delicious. We can call it the full serving. The full serving. Yes. <laughs> and I'm that drinking water. Dirty. <laughs> I got like it. Girl, you got that full serving last night. <laughs> oh, oh. Ew. 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 Or you might want to. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. You do you. Yeah. Love you anyway. <laughs> but anyways. So I'm yeah. drinking water because I don't drink the demon alcohol. <laughs> oh, yes. Except for you did. You want to sip just to see? That kind of did. Okay, Kmart sip. She doesn't do it. She's doing it. What are your thoughts? Oh, it's very refreshing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good invention. I did, my herpes is only acting up a little bit, so you're strong. That's fine. I love it. I already have it. Well, what? <laughs> not having a flare-up right now. <laughs> Bye. So anyways, I'm a little jittery. Been running on slight adrenaline lately. <laughs> not much sleep. Adrenaline caffeine and Jesus. And Jesus. Oh, gosh. Jesus, take the wheel. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's a new job for you. But well, let's walk from the beginning. Yeah. What was the point when you decided, hey, I'm going to adventure out. Like, where did you get your courage from to start applying for a new job? I could no longer. So, A, I was starting to get, okay, so this is what happened. I didn't want to do something. There was something I vocally didn't want to do, and I vocalized what I did want to do. Because, you know, people are always asking in your career, what's something you want to do? Where do you want to go within the company? What do you want to do? I'd expressed it, expressed it, expressed it. Career pathing. Career pathing. And then literally one day, you're like, and by the way, this is happening. You get to do exactly what you don't want to do. Congratulations. Congrats for nothing. 
And I was like, I just got so, it was just like that, that moment where I was just like, you know what? I'm not happy. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not. And then on top of that, in the meantime, I also have, you know, I've been racking up credit cards. I can't pay my bills. I'm like struggle bussing because I just wasn't making the, A, I wasn't making the salary that I wanted and that I felt I deserved. And B, I finally had that aha moment where I was like, you know, clearly no one's listening to what I want. Mm -hmm. Like it's not going to happen for me here. So I just started venturing out. I just started looking because I hadn't looked for jobs in so long. Like, you know, LinkedIn, even when I looked for jobs last time, LinkedIn was prevalent. It was there, but it wasn't as prevalent as it is today. Like, which is crazy because what you started two and a half years ago. Yeah. Like it's crazy how much can change in just a couple of years. Yeah. As far as like the job market. Oh, definitely. definitely. And now I knew. So Raleigh, which is where we live, is really big in the tech or SaaS industry. Yeah. So there's a lot of companies out there and that's kind of what we're in. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton of companies and a ton of opportunities, which also I was like, you know, there's a lot of stuff out here. So I started looking. I applied to probably a hundred jobs. No lie. Yeah. Like within, and I started looking probably beginning of the year and I just got this job a week ago. Like I started this job a week ago. It took me a good six months to get a job. I remember one time you got an email back or a response back and you were like, thank you for your interest. And you're like, I forgot what it was. Yeah. I, was <laughs> I need to go back and look at it again. I had a whole folder in my email of just jobs I'd applied to because I had no idea. And I was just kind of like going with it. I figured the least you could do is talk to them. Worst comes to worst. They say, we love you. We want to hire you. And you say, no, thanks. I don't want to do this. Like it's not whatever, mm -hmm. you know? And so you just talk to people. But yeah, I, I probably applied to like a hundred jobs. I probably had maybe, so the first step, so eventually I started to get phone interviews. So it seems to be that nowadays, and at least in this industry, the first step is to talk with a HR or hiring manager or recruiter. And you talk to them, they basically kind of vet you to make sure you're what the company wants. And it's usually like a 30-minute conversation. I'd say I maybe had 10 of those right. out of the 100 jobs mm -hmm. that I applied to. The next step to come into the office, I probably had three <laughs> like, <laughs> like it literally was so discouraging one of them you had to fly all the way to New York right one of them I yeah. actually they flew me to New York City still didn't get the job like, <laughs> it is so and it thanks also, for the free day trip yeah it's fine it like shoots you down because you're like oh my gosh I'm never going to get a job it's very hard to stay positive in that type of situation right but I did um and I finally did get this position it was, and again, these, these interviews aren't like come in for an hour, talk with someone and leave. No, mm -hmm. these things are like half day adventures. Right. They're like, observation days. Yeah. You have to go in, you have to talk to people. The more people talk to you, they're judging you. It's like you're under a microscope. It's kind of crazy. Like mm -hmm. back in the olden days, you walked in, you're like, hi, sir, are you hiring for the newspaper? Why? Yes, I am. Would you like to have a job? Yes, I would. 10 cents an hour. You're hired. That's not how it is. <laughs> That's not how it is anymore. Hello, oh, sir. You even like use different hands <laughs> for each person. It's not. It's Ten just, cents an hour. I'm gonna blow the store wide open. <laughs> fifteen. I need fifteen cents an hour for baby. You put up a hard bargain. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah. So in the end, it was a lot. But once I got into it and I was convinced, I was like, I'm not staying at this. I'm not staying here. Like I'm. I'm just not. Especially once I started talking to these hiring managers and recruiters. And they started telling me about what their starting salaries were. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I need to quit, like, tomorrow. Like, the, like, the equivalent of what they were offering you is, like, they could have said, we'll buy you a new car. And I'd be like, you can have my left arm. Yeah, right? that I was Let's like, because one um, stipulation of the job I'm in currently is I have to dress a little nicer. And when I say a little nicer, I mean I can't wear my workout clothes and pajamas to work anymore. Or your ripped jeans. Or my ripped jeans. I will put on this face of makeup for what they're giving me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, sure. I can buy nice makeup. Screw it. So, go. I mean. You can afford it now. I can afford it. Um, no, but it's it's been, it's a good <clears throat> company and it's been great. But this week, well, the, so I started, la I started, holy shit like I haven't really slept we've been working so much and I'm still trying to like I would rather be this like crazy and excited and nervous and whatever than bored out of my freaking mind yeah which is kind of what the stage I was getting to yeah or doing something that you absolutely hate right yeah 
So, Kmart, how has your interviewing process, like, for the our company that we're with now, how did mm-hmm. that go for you? How did you feel about it? So, I came from teaching before. So, middle school, by the way. Science and math or something like that. <laughs> yep, seventh grade science. Um, so, this was, like, not even just a, a company move. It was a career Yeah, change. it was like like a completely different career. Um so with like teaching, you basically like interview with the principal and then they decide like whether you get the job or not. Um, but like with this company, I did, I had to do like an aptitude test and it was like algebra and analogies, which I kind of like those. So that was Good fine. thing you were a math teacher. Right? <laughs> um, and then I had to do, um, what was that? Oh, we had to do like teach. We had to teach this the person who was interviewing us. We had to teach them something, and it was literally that yeah, was the broad topic. Yeah, teach me something uh-huh. for ten minutes. Right, a- anything. I anything. Them, I taught them uh, stumble upon. Like we had to show them oh, a website. Yeah. yeah, I did Stitch Fix, um, and then I did a phone interview, and then I had to go in for like a half day thing interview with like. Like, with all these different, like, managers and, like, you know, watch people do trainings and watch people, you know, take support calls and, like, all that stuff. Um, So, it was just, like, it was a lot more involved and a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Isn't it Um, crazy, though? And I think it does have to do with the fact that there are more qualified candidates, especially because in Raleigh and in the surrounding areas, there's a lot of really great colleges. So, there's a shit ton of candidates, and they know that you need... You need the company more than the company needs you yeah. most of the time, especially in the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, well, there's like a bazillion of you out there. Prove yourself. Rather right. than before where it's like, you need me. No. Mm-hmm. You make one blunder and it's like, yeah. Ah, you gone. You're all the biggest link. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I remember like in the last interview that I had at the company that we're at, I was like in a room. There were three girls and one guy. And the guy was just, like, straight-faced. And I was like, my goal is to make him smile. <laughs> did you? I did. Yay. Yay. Molly, what was your worst interviewing experience in your life? Even for, like, you know, small part-time jobs, whatevs. Um, I don't know if I ever had, like, a terrible interviewing experience. Like, I don't know if... Oh, the chick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Um, so, I, um, so my roommate in college, my, my freshman roommate, we were from the same town. We went to the same high school, and we were planning our summer um, as far as, like, what we were going to do for jobs. And so, we were looking it up one day, like, on her computer in our dorm room, and we both saw that. Um, the Chick-fil-A in our hometown was hiring for the Chick-fil-A cow. Yes. <laughs> and literally. <laughs> I love how you thought that'd be like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Chick-fil-A cow. Yes. I am so off. Because yeah. I was like, I'd be a great mascot. Like, I'd be fun to have at parties. I, I'm already fun to have at parties. Right. I'd be even better in a cow suit. So, right. Okay, exactly. What could be better? So, I, um, so we both applied and we we're, we we're both like, neither of us are going to get mad if, if it, like, the other one gets it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, I went in for an interview first, and it was it was really interesting, mostly because, like, I think as soon as they met me, they were just like, oh, she's too nice, like, we're going to make her a cashier. <laughs> because they weren't asking me questions about, like, being the cow. But, I mean, what are they really going to say? So, have you ever been in a situation where you were a cow that didn't want someone to eat beef? Tell me about that. Like, what? Like, you can't really ask right. questions. Do you have good spatial awareness? Right. So right. If you're in a suit, you're not going to run into trouble. How do you feel about wearing an ice pack? Right. right. So, they basically offered me a position as the uh, as a cashier. And what was worse was my friend, she went in the next day. And at that point, she had, like, cut her hair really short she wore, like, a headband, but she, apparently, they asked her, 
questions, not directly, but essentially what her sexual orientation was. Which I understand they're a Christian company, but that's like, um, yeah. Like, is that, right. like, right. can you do equal that? They didn't equal employment opportunity. Yeah, like, they didn't, like, come out and say, like, hey, do you like ladies? Yeah. They were more like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but. Have you ever been to a lesbian bar? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow, like, I think somehow she answered the question, like, like, no, I don't have a problem with it. Like, I like the way she answered it, she wasn't straightforward because she was like, I don't, I didn't think I needed to give that kind of answer. Right. Mm-hmm. But she actually ended up getting the job as the Chick-fil-A cow. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't offer her the cashier job. So we actually, we laugh about it now. But back then it was, <laughs> it was not that funny. But the best part about it was she quit, like, Two weeks later, (laughs) because she was in the suit, and it was, like, mid-July or June in North Carolina. hot in North Carolina. It's hot. It was, like, 100 degrees today. Yeah, like, it's it's fucking hot. So, she was out there on the side of the road. Like, she had a sign. She was doing her thing. Like, after a while, you're, like, just dancing and trying to entertain yourself. Right. Next thing she knows... She's waking up and like she's on the ground. <laughs> what? Apparently the ice pack had completely melted and had absorbed like her body heat. So like the ice pack was just more it was body like a heater. Heat. Yeah. Oh my god. And so she passed out on the side of the road and no in one the, in the cow costume. No one like, like was on. like, "Hey, your cow is on the ground." And like <laughs> no one yeah. nobody stopped. Nobody came out what of the restaurant. Passed out for? You got ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you waiting to say that? I was like, I was waiting for the opportune moment. So I don't think it was very long, just because like maybe people she wasn't down long enough for people to really like notice. I'm glad mm-hmm. she had the costume on. I was probably padding for her skull. Yeah, right? probably. Because so I remember every time. I mean, we weren't professional, you know. Chick-fil-A cows, but every time we had to do it for, like, different, like, school fundraisers in high school, we had, like, a handler that would, like, Mm -hmm. walk around with us. Like, it was, like, our babysitter. Right. So, that's interesting that she didn't have... Well, I guess they don't... I mean, when's the last time you saw Chick-fil-A cow with a handler? That's true. They make them do it on their own. They're independent Independent cows. cows. I feel like they should have somebody dressed up as a farmer, like, walking around. Yeah. You're welcome. That was definitely just the most interesting interviewing experience that I've had for like a job okay dream jobs like barring any like money like you have all the money in the world you have all the time in the world you have all the resources you need all the skills yes dream jobs mine goes one of two ways because I don't know if the one's a job but I guess anything can be a job I mean there's people who do this and it's their paycheck. Right. No, I, I would like that. So, right. anyone who wants to pick us up? <laughs> hey, sponsored. Um, that we could be sponsored. Right. Hashtag we will be sponsored. Right. Um, so, my dream job forever, I wanted to be on E News. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I could see you doing that. Yes. I wanted to be like a Juliana Rancic type. Person. She expanded her career. Right. She, she got really. Line, she got ABC. <laughs> right. You just you start there and you just expand your brand. Awesome. I just wanted. Yeah. I think that I'd be good at interviewing, but I don't know anything about current events. But I could tell you everything about Bravo Liberties. So if I could interview Bravo Liberties, a plus I'm in. Right. <laughs> um, another thing. I don't know if it's more like a thing I'd want to do, but I've heard of someone doing this. Just create a giant like ranch almost. And have a bunch of houses on it and make it for stray cats and cats who don't have homes or older cats that are in the pounds and the Aww. and the whatever that can't get adopted and they just get to live yeah. in your and you have people that work for you that take care of them and yeah, you make like sure a little it's nonprofit. Yeah, yeah, make sure that it's not like gross. You know, they change litter boxes, they change their food, they play with them, whatever. So it's kept up. It's mm-hmm. not just like an old cat house. It's like actually done right, you know. Yeah. Right. And I would like to be the CEO of that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm the CEO of Cat House. <laughs> Yeah, that's, but so that's there's way. a ranch. No, that's the Bunny Ranch. Never mind. It's like there's I think it's like the cat ranch? house, but it's oh. it's for um oh yeah for the prostitution. Yes. No, I don't want this to be prostitution cats. Just right. um, and I would get them all spayed and neutered, so we wouldn't have any yeah. reproduction problems. 
Um, and we make sure that they're all healthy and taken care of. We have vets on premise. Uh-huh. Make sure everyone's up to date. And the ones that maybe want to have an outdoor area, we make sure it's like kind of like, fen- not fenced, but you know, like caged in. But they still can have outdoor time. Yeah. Right? I have a whole Hashtag idea. Hashtag adult dog. What is it? <laughs> what are we hashtag? Adopt, don't shop. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Especially like, like what? It works. Spend it your pets. Bob Barker, we miss you on... Wait, not Wheel of Fortune. Wait, what oh are we... Oh my God, that's right. You're having a hard time. Bob like, Barker, what? help me. <laughs> the reason I got this idea, I didn't come up with it. I know that I've heard of somewhere this is done. Mm-hmm. Because there are, and I feel also like I've seen like, like a Facebook video about yeah, it. Yeah, and just going to, especially the pounds and things, the kill shelters, and at least saving, for especially the older ones, because you know they're gonna go first mm-hmm. to, to die. Oh, well, you so should, I'm gonna say on Instagram. <laughs> you should follow. So a girl at work just adopted a new kitten, and you should follow Connie's kittens on Instagram. No, because then I'm going to end up with, like, all the kittens oh my and Carl's going to murder me. I looked at it, and I was like, I'm not responsible enough for an animal, but if I If you were to have an like, animal and not be responsible, a cat is the yeah. way to go. Yeah. Um, but they were so yet. cute. So cute. Yeah, so, hashtag shout out to Connie's kittens. What about you? What's your dream job? My dream job. So, I have two. Like, Jen. First one, fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Love. I would... Well, so, I can't sew... But, but you, like, put things together very exactly. well. I can put things together, and I can, like, do stuff on the computer. And I feel like that's where everything is done now. Right, so it's a digital age. It's fine. And there's very talented people who sew, so I can just hire them to help me. Also, this is dream outsource. job, like, outside of your skill set. So, like, in a dream world, you could also learn these new skills. Right. right. And be exactly. perfect at them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or book author. Oh, that would be nice. Oh, that's right. Please tell... Wait, do you want to give away your secret? Yes. Okay. So, Molly knows my secret because I was telling her this, but... So, dream job number two is I've had this, like, idea since college. Like, I would go out with my friends and we would... You know, it's always a people-watching situation. So, I want to have this book and the title is going to be, like, Hey Girl, dot, dot, dot. And Ryan Gosling, I had this idea before you came out with your super precious e-card, so don't (laughs) try to, you know, hashtag sponsored by me. So anyway. Self-sponsored. So, and then different chapters are going to be like, you can't wear that. Like, you can't talk like that. You can't dance like that. Like, just like tips of like how to not be the topic of someone's people watching. Like, oh, like how to keep your shit together. Right, right. And I don't mean to be, like, negative or, like, unfeminist. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? No. Anti-fem. Anti-feminist. Yeah. But it's, like, like you don't want to be the subject of someone's, like, ridicule. So right. don't have your hands on the ground in your short dress, thong out, grinding up right. on a pole. Exactly. Like, I feel like people appreciate a good, like, comedic book. Exactly. Too. Like, yeah. Right. Like, don't have your whale tail hanging out. Like, I get it. Like, it happens. But, like, don't have your whale tail hanging out. Like, if you, like, I guess it's like, I know you feel that breeze. <laughs> like, you have to. Easy, breezy, and you know beautiful. That, like, Ooh. Right. You know breezy, one wants to see that. Tail. That's not hot on anybody. Right. I don't care if you're, like, the perfect size. No. A whale tail is not Right. Right. And that just... I feel like it opens you up to a certain type of men who probably won't treat you well. Who you don't want to be with anyone. Right, and you don't need to be with them. They may be super attractive, but newsflash, they're dicks. Right. And this is how you avoid those. Right. Um, And, like, you know, like with dancing, like, hey, don't try to twerk on this boy who is probably a dick. Mm -hmm. And in your short dress, and your boobs are hanging out, and you're just sloppy drunk. Like, Mm -hmm. Just don't. Right. There's a time and a place for that. I'm that girl. I was like, there's a time and a place for that, and it's usually college because everyone's there, and it's fine. And then you grow up, and eventually when you're in your upper 20s, you might want to just, you know, limit that. And I'm going to be old this year. Hashtag 30. So, you know, I just feel like I could help people. Like, you can't, like, you can't talk like that. Like, don't say that to people. Yeah. Or, you're smart. Don't try to pretend like you're dumb. Like, it's not cute. Mm-hmm. No, like, like, no one wants to be with the idiot. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not cute. No, so. you're right. 
That's a good idea. That's yeah, a good book. I like that. I would buy that. So book. like a self help with a comedic twist. I like it. It's it, like a Chelsea Handler of, of self help books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those would be my two dream jobs. What would yours be? Um. So I think definitely number one would be comedian because mm-hmm. yes. I feel like I You're I funny. love being funny. <laughs> I like when other people think I'm funny. <laughs> Well, you are funny. But you I also funny. feel like comedy could get you into other things like drugs. movies and oh. drugs. drugs, too. Well, I'm already I mean, into that, so it's fine. But a lot of you are. Molly's a drug. No, I'm just, just kidding. Like, what? Um, Do you need help? Should we change the topic? I'm kidding song? just a little bit. Yeah, this became an intervention episode. <laughs> um, so comedian probably would be number one. Um... Number two, possibly more realistic, would be a – I would want to open up my own summer camp. That would be good. I think that would be something you'd be interested in and good at. Can you've we have worked. the blob? Yes. <gasps> oh, where you jump and he's like – Yeah. So, Which can be very painful. Oh, I know. Oh, definitely. Oh, I've got the wind knocked land, down. like right in the middle. Or if you like aren't on the end and you just go up but you don't go out. Right. We had, yeah. so, when I, in my years at summer camp. In our younger years. We would, yes, when, was, year, when I was younger. Only with the counselors. We wouldn't do it with the kids because, obviously, it was dangerous and we didn't care what happened to us. But yeah, right. we would, like, find different ways to do the blob. So, you have, like, the regular one where somebody just jumps off and somebody's yeah. already on the end. But we would do a double blob. Where two people would jump off, like linked arms back to oh, back, God. and one so you, person and would, one person would fly, so they'd oh, go God. extra high. Oh, they did God. that to me one time, oh, but I didn't want them to. And at the last second, I turned around <gasps> and I saw it happening, oh. and I was like, "You fucker!" <laughs> and I literally like landed on my neck, like oh. somehow oh. in the water. It's amazing, but it was like, still fun, like. It was still fun, like, flying up in the air. It right. hurt for a minute, but it It's was amazing fine. when it was water better. turns, it almost feels like you're landing on solid ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, it's the worst. Or we would do blob wars, which you two people would jump down on the blob and actually just get on it, because you can kind of, like, Spider-Man your way. Yeah. <laughs> like, Flat Stanley style. <laughs> just, oh, like, land flat on it. Stanley. Flat Stanley. And then two people, you would get one person on each end and then just, like, charge at each other and try to, like, push each other off. That oh, was God. really fun. Like, gladiator style? Yeah. Um, wow. And then there was something else. Gladiator. I missed that show. I can't remember what else we did, but... That was definitely the the most fun job I've ever had that I actually enjoyed was working as a camp counselor slash, like, uh, camp administration. So, I think... And for a long time, that was, like, my dream to open up a camp... And have, like, a special program for uh, special needs children. Aww. And um, a bunch of my friends were going to, like, come work for me and all this stuff. And You can still do it. Yeah. But, again, to do any of these you fun things, so you need so much money. money. Like, you can't, uh. you can't make money without money. Or friends with money. Someone with money. Yeah. Investors. Loans from the bank. All things. Which you can't get out of <laughs> ever. Yeah. It's tough. So. So, comedian it is. Comedian. <laughs> Um, my most fun job was when I was a lifeguard because it was so easy because I was a lifeguard at a private pool and oh, everyone was like on the swim team. Nobody ever drowns. No. And everyone was on the swim team and everyone was from the neighborhood and we were all just like teenagers and we hung out in, at the snack bar and saved lives, but I didn't ever save a life. Yeah. But I just you, like this worked easy. on my tan. Yeah, exactly. Was, like the, that's the tannest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Except it was the worst You were a lifeguard tan. too, right, Kimmer? I wasn't a lifeguard, so I taught swim lessons. That's and, what I was thinking of. Yeah, I taught swim lessons, and then during the day, I was just like the cashier. So, but like a lot of times I would just like sit out with the lifeguards. So, hang out. Mm-hmm. So, because I worked at a pool that was, it was a public pool, so it was $2 to get in. So, you know. Um, but yeah, so I was, I like don't tan that easily, but I was definitely like super tan. Your skin gets just used to it. Mm -hmm. Except for the tan line is the worst. Like we got to wear bikini lifeguard bathing suits, except for it was still a straight across the top. Uh So I couldn't wear anything v-neck because it was like white and black. My skin gets fairly dark and you can imagine this is when I go to the pool 
every other weekend at this moment. You know what I mean? Right. And you're already like, super fucking If I went every day, like, it's just, you can only imagine. So it was, right. a, it was a drastic change on my, my V-neck area. <laughs> my V-area. My V's. <laughs> but I did. So I worked at this one pool, and it was a Holiday Inn Select. It was, like, a schmancy Holiday Inn. Schmancy. It was, like, on the water, and it was, like, one of the nicer ones around. So, like, when, like... ZZ Top came. They stayed there. Oh. <laughs> if, that gives you the, if that gives you the caliber. ZZ Top. I like that that's like the highest yeah. end celebrity yeah. that came there. I was going to say, if that gives you the caliber of people. Um, no, but they used it as like a, um, a community pool as well. So you did have to. You could be a member if you wanted or you had to be a hotel guest. So, but it was also only a five foot pool. So, like, I lifeguarded, and I was actually a lifeguard manager. I made the schedule. Wow. Um, You You know. You know. I was making good money to just sit there on my ass, too. I think I was making like 11 or 12 bucks an hour back in 10 years ago. I was chilling. That's pretty good for like. We had a job, yeah, yeah, and we had a guy that was that was a lifeguard, and he was also a lifeguard at the beach, and we made so much fun of him because he had. KBLG tattooed on his bicep, Curry Beach lifeguard. Oh, stop. No. So, yeah, and he was so proud of it. Oh I forget God. his name. I wonder if he's still he proud. So proud of it. So, like, so in Wilson, there's two pools there's the the bubble, and then there's Reed Street Pool. And so it's called the bubble because in the winter they put this big plastic bubble over it and it keeps it like warm. It's a, like a sports plex bubble. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so they said that they were going to get like, White rep bubble pool oh. lifeguard. <laughs> oh god, that's so bad. Yeah, got, like, yeah. Because so, <laughs> the bubble was white, so people like when they would call, like because the bubble was white, people would say, like, "Is this the white bubble pool?" Yes, yes, it is. So they said um, that as that, long as they don't say it's the whites only bubble. Oh um, no, 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 no. <laughs> That'd uh, be too south for us. Right. <laughs> it is Wilson. Uh, um, but yes. So they said they were going to get that done. Oh, that would be good. But that I will say that was like such a cush job because I didn't have to try to save people. No, I literally just took their money. But then also. Like, the city didn't want to pay us overtime. So, like, at the end of the summer, whenever we would go, like, all go back to college or whatever, um, we would have, like, overtime hours. So, that, like, we kept get like, I kept getting paychecks, like, two months into college because oh, it was, yeah. like, all my overtime. You're like, I'm not really working, but I'm getting money. Right. That's pretty nice. We call yeah. that mailbox money. Right. As long as you get paid. Yeah. Yeah, those are the good old days. I've mm-hmm. scooped ice cream. That was my first career. First career. But I smelled like fried because it was a small little ice cream shop. But they also did like fried foods. And I would come oh. out of that place, my purse, my hair. I would go to like a party, like a high, you know, after after work. And I would stink up the place. <laughs> and it would smell so bad. I'd smell like fried asshole. My first job was at a movie theater. Popping. Oh, popping popcorn. Mm-hmm. And then I... The popcorn kernels attacked me, so then I wasn't allowed to use the popcorn machine. <laughs> Literally, like, I think I put a little bit too much oil, yeah. so it got, like, too hot, and then oh, I was like, no. pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> pew, 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 At that point, like, the popcorn machine, it was technically in the back of the, the concession stand, but the, the middle part you could still see through, so all the customers could see it. <laughs> They're probably like, and I'm like holding on? up the pot lid, like a shield, <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, help me someone. So then I just ripped tickets. Yeah, they demoted you. I was you. good at that. So then I'm like, I'll still eat the popcorn. Hey, everybody wanted to rip tickets because you didn't really have to do anything. That's true. That's the easy, true, another cush job. Yeah, but I talked to all the angry people, like, when people come out of a movie angry or... Because it wasn't good. Like, they want their money back. Yeah. But some it's people like, or like... You, that's your mistake. Yeah. I remember when I worked at the movie theater, that movie, um, Where the Wild Things Are, came out. Like, they made it the book into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this dad brought his son, and they stayed for the whole movie, and he came out, like, super fucking pissed because apparently he was like, it's too violent, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so there was like... That? They were monsters ripping each other's arms off and I was like then call a director what do you right. mean I was like I can do nothing about this right, right. and he's like the rating needs to be higher right because like, I make I'll write the president <laughs> <laughs> the rating you're right sir <laughs> yeah it's like so you know sweet. I'm like 15 what do you want from me yeah I, well, I got free movies so 
See, it was so you got you got more free shit back then. I feel mm-hmm. like like you. I worked at the pool. I got so much free shit. Well, obviously, I got to go to the pool for free, which that membership. Well, my mom obviously paid for it. Like when we were younger, but once I worked there, even if my mom didn't want to be a member, I could go to the pool for free. I could play tennis for free. I could do all these things. Freebies, you know? Freebies. Ice mm-hmm. cream, free ice cream. All day. When I worked at Panera, the end of free the Free sandwiches. Free everything. Because they actually do have people that come in at night and mm-hmm. cook the bread and bagels fresh every night. So That's they get nice. rid of the stuff every at the end of every shift. Or right, they don't keep day old stuff. They don't keep it. And, like, twice a week they would donate it, but, like... They only donate it twice a week? That's all the people could come in. Like, I mean, uh, you know, there's only so much. They're so, like, we can't true. come every day. And I lived... Yeah, it wasn't like it was right down the street. I wasn't in a metropolis, let's say. So we got to take so much free shit. Bread, bagels, cakes. Mm -hmm. Free shit. Oh, they have good desserts. Oh, God. It was delish. And then, like, you got into, like, real-life jobs, and I'm like, what you going to give me? And they're like, well, you can pay for this. Exactly. You can pay for this. And I'm like, but I'm working, and I have to pay. Right. (laughs) Where's my free ice cream? I want my free food. Right. I need a free snack. Right. Um, I remember like growing, like in high school, I didn't have a job, but I had friends that had jobs and (laughs) Kmart was privileged. Um, I had these lower class friends (laughs) that had like jobs, but I just hung out. So I could like go to the movies, go to Ruby Tuesday and go to Cold Stone all for like less than $10. Oh yeah. It was quite amazing. I think... Who's, I don't know if I, like, had a lot of friends. Like, I was the friend that had jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, so I would bring my friends to the movie theater, or mm-hmm. I would bring home sandwiches from Witch Witch at the end of the day, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think one of the worst jobs that I've ever had, well, we'll get to the terrible one, but one of the worst ones was I was a tutor, for the NC State athletes. <laughs> You're a tutor. You tutored. Uh, I tutored a lot. <laughs> it was just, it was bad. I didn't like oh. that. They, I mean, they were very, very nice, but oh my lord. Y-O-U-R apostrophe, apostrophe S. Like, Yours? That's not a word. It's not. No. There's no apostrophe. No. It's just an S. It's just an S. Good or, thing they're... You see, you know, it's like when people say, good thing they're pretty. Good thing they're good at sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, and Would you're. you say that was your worst job, or...? Um, I would say that it was the worst other than when I worked for Rover. That oh. was the worst. Oh, gosh. So... Yeah, tell your story. <laughs> so, those of you who don't know what Rover is first... Right. It's just a kind of... It's an app you can download, and you can just do a quick background check, and you can actually watch people's animals. They can go you on the watch people's animals. Yeah, like yeah. take care of. Take care oh, I of. thought you meant like I thought you meant like camera watch people. Oh, oh no, no, like no. I was like, no, you can't. <laughs> no, I was like, like no. watch me. <laughs> like watch, like yeah. babysit. So if mm-hmm. you're going out of town and you need someone to take care of your animal, you can go on this app and you can find sitters near you, and then you can be a sitter, you know, and be like, oh, well, I'll watch your animal. Right. Or you can like take them for walks at lunch. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there's all different. All like overnight stay yeah. some of it's like walking or it's whatever. independent animal care so right. I had a couple different jobs um some of them were a lot better than others the most terrible the one that oh ended my, her career oh my gosh which was actually <laughs> I know it's crazy <laughs> um which was funny because it was actually my very first rover job so I'm not sure why I even kept doing it after this but It was this little eight-year-old dog named Hannah, and she was in really bad health anyway, so she was kind of struggling to walk around. Um, I was only allowed to come over in the morning and after work. Like, I wasn't allowed to stay the night. They had, like, three or four nanny cams set up so they knew what I was doing at all times. Why weren't you allowed to stay? That just, like, wasn't part of it. Yeah, they didn't want me to. Like, they can let you stay over, or they will ask you not to, but... It was over, like, the Christmas break two years ago, and I, um, so it was the day after Christmas, so the 26th, and I woke up really early. All of my family was still sleeping, and I I went over, and I had to go in through the garage because they didn't give me a key to their house, and, um, and usually when I opened the garage door, I could hear Hannah barking, 
I was like, oh my God, I don't hear her barking. Maybe she's like upstairs, like sleeping or something. So I walk in and I'm like, Hannah, Hannah. And I like, and some of the lights I left on or they had like an automatic timer for because they didn't want people to like rob them, which is understandable. (laughs) Understandable. So I like walk around the corner into their living room and Hannah's like laying on her dog bed not moving. Oh, God. A heart would drop immediately. I, like, I didn't walk for a second. I was just like, Hannah? And I, like, went over. I felt her, like, neck. I put my hand on her stomach to see if I could feel anything. Oh, no. I put, like, a mirror that I just happened to have in my purse, like, up against her nose to see if there was anything coming out. And I, like, I I think I was in shock. I was like, I don't. I don't know what to do. So I called Rover because I was like, I don't know any vets around here. Like, yeah. I what I don't know what to do. So they helped me find a vet. Like, Rover did really well with – I actually like the company a lot. Were you crying? I, I wasn't crying on the phone with Rover. And the guy actually was like, you're handling this very well. And I was like, promise me – or promise me. <laughs> I promise you I'm crying in between calls. Yeah. But I was like, when I cry, you won't be able to understand me. So I'm trying to keep my shit together. Right. So did you have – like, you called the vet. Did the vet come get her? You know, I had her. to call Adam. And Adam had to help me because, first of Dead all, weight. she was like 60-something pounds. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to lift this dog by myself. Yeah. Second – I drive a two-door punch buggy, so there's not an easy way for me to get her in and out of my car with oh. the least amount of ex- respect possible. Like, right. Like, not I can't. going to put her in the trunk. Right. Like, and so I called Adam, and when I called Adam, I was, Falling. like, sobbing. And so, thankfully, he just happened to be staying in Raleigh with me. He wasn't, like, in Clayton, so he didn't have to, like, drive very far. But, um... He helped me get her into the car. We drove to the local, like, the only vet that was open. And the vet techs were just, like, super nonchalant about it. And I was like, I was like, I don't know the family's name. Like, they, we weren't allowed to know their last names. We only knew their first names. And I had called the guy, the mom and the dad both, like, multiple times. And I couldn't get them to answer. And so Rover, I had to call Rover and get Rover to talk to the vet tech so that they could give them the information. Wow. And so it was just this whole Did mess. Did you have to pay for, like, the visit or anything? No, I didn't. Okay. Rover covered all those costs. Okay. Because you have to buy insurance with them, right? Isn't there, it's like a $10 or something. There's Yeah, they get a cut of my paycheck. Yeah. I did and it so a couple it, times. like... That covers the cost. They get like twenty gotcha. percent. I think it's an eighty yeah. twenty split. So everything that you make, they get twenty percent. Okay. And so and it's insured. Like you can yeah. buy the extra insurance, or but either way, like it's insured to a point. Yeah. yeah. And so the shitty thing was was like I called the dad a couple times and like it's like I guess he's not going to answer, and I left him a message that said call me as soon as you can. I also told him like, he could call Rover, but I didn't tell him what. Happened. Yeah, you don't want to say yeah, that. Yeah, you don't want to leave that on voicemail. And so then, like, an hour later, he called me, because I think I eventually figured out that they were on the West Coast, so they were uh, still asleep, because it was, like, five in the morning when all of this was happening. So I was also, like, half asleep God. and, like, trying to process all of this. And then I had to tell him, which was, like, the most terrible thing that I think I've ever had to do. Right. What did he say? Surprisingly, he was really, like, very... To the T, like, he was just very objective about it. Yeah, and the first thing he asked me was, is the house okay? And I was like, yes. Yeah, I mean, like, she didn't, like, explode. Right, and so... Well, I guess, like, you know, like, when you die, like, you, like... Defecate. release, yeah. Yeah, I mean, her dog bed was soaked. Like, I think I put it out on the back porch... And then I had to, like, they gave me her collar and her leash, and, like, I had to leave it on the counter. It was awful. So I will never, ever, ever do that again, only because I've had terrible animals. I've had dogs die, and and I've almost lost pets, so I'm only going to do it for people that I know and love. Yeah. Or, like, friends of friends. Like, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't do it anymore. My heart can't take it. Well, like, what, so, like, was the dad ever, like... 
Like, did, did the dad ever come back to you and be like, was it, like, did he try to blame you or, like, blame Rover? Or? I never heard from them ever again. Uh, so well, they like, didn't have a pet anymore for you to watch. But <laughs> you would think, like, Rover would have, like, called you and been like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Rover would have, like, called you and, like, I don't know. Well, because they the had dog, complained, but well, maybe so they were just like, that's true. So it was Christmas, and they had, like, presents, fake presents under the tree, and the dog ate the tissue paper out of one of the presents and choked and died. That's and how? That's how she died. Oh. And so, like, if that's the case, like, that's they... That's not your fault. They wouldn't let you that. stay the night anyway. Right, like, the dog probably died because she, it was had been a week at that point, and she probably thought her family was never coming back, and so yeah. she was distressed. Yeah, because she's, she's there alone. And, yeah, and she's, like, sick, and, ugh, it was terrible. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's probably the worst job. Mm-hmm. That's, that's bad. It's a bad scenario. The company's great. Like, yeah. they were super helpful, like, mm-hmm. That's awesome that they had, like, a number for you to call. They had, like, like an emergency hotline. Well, they actually, they didn't have one on hand, but they were like, we're going to research for you, and we'll call you right back. So they, like, looked it up, Mm -hmm. and then they called me. And they were like, do they have a vet? And I was like, yes, but I called them, and they're not open. Like, it's not an emergency vet or whatever. Oh. So, yeah, that was terrible. That was definitely the worst job I've ever had to do. Jeez. Overall, like, I love animals, obviously. Yeah. Like, I, I mm. will watch people's animals all day, every day, but I think I just had a bad sequence of events with all of the jobs that yeah. I had. It's hard to that. get, like, I don't, so I did it a couple times, and my first job was great. And she actually asked me to do it again, but then I couldn't because I was going away for the holidays, too. But she had a cat and a dog. And they both, so, like, the dog, like, typically she said she didn't even walk her dog on a leash. Like, mm-hmm. it would just follow her. But I, she was like, you can obviously walk on a leash because, like, mm-hmm. to make you feel better. She's Right, like, the but, dog doesn't know you, so you never know if it's going to listen right. to you anyway. And she's like, the cat will probably follow. Literally, we'd go on walks. And I'd walk the dog down the street, and the cat would come following with us. And it was like a family. Yes. Oh, it was cute. And this cat was adorable. And she would come sit on my lap. And it was great. So they were, and she was like, you don't have to stay the night, or whatever. I had to feed, like, once, I had to feed, like, the fish. Like, I mean, it was so easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, great. And then the next people that I had, or the next guy that I had, it was, he just wanted me to stay there. I don't like staying at random people's houses. I didn't like it. Yeah. Let a guy don't know. Yeah, I actually preferred it when I stayed over, so that, like, I could actually keep an eye on the animals and make sure yeah, that nothing right. bad happened to them. For while that I was there. reason, yeah, but I just comfortable. I didn't sleep at all. I was exhausted. I had to work oh. the next day. I just felt like it was just. Well, also, my first experience when I didn't stay over, right. the dog died. Yeah. So I actually, like, after that, was like, I and will stay at your house. Right. <laughs> and then, like, if you don't stay there, like, you have to go there at, like, the butt crack of dawn. Yeah. And, like, you have to go there late to, like, let him out. It's, I mean, it's actually, it's a job. I get it. But, so I just, I don't do it anymore. I just can't. It's not worth it. No. Mm-mm. When it's not somebody you know. It's, yeah, it was just too much. Like, you don't want to, com- like, if it's somebody I know and their dog's an asshole, I'm going to be like, your dog was super naughty. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to yeah. say that to somebody I don't know that, like, hired me through this service. Well, it's kind of like watching people's kids. I've always hated babysitting, and it's because I can't do the things to your children I'd want to do to my own, like, beat them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, right. your kids are awful. Right. But I can't tell them that. Right. I have to sit here and let them You're be idiots. You're asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I always hate it. I don't have any patience. I don't know how to talk to kids. I don't do kids. Like I'm not a kids person. But you but, want kids? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I feel like my own my own kids will be different because then I can make them good. Like I like That's my true. friends' you kids can, that are well behaved because yeah. they have good parents. But sometimes that ain't the case. That's true. And if they're a little little shit, they're gonna get hit. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have. That's well, my motto. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my arm. You know what though? Being a mom has to be one of the hardest jobs oh on the planet. I can't imagine your stress oh level. My, gosh. my cousin is a stay-at-home mom, and I love my baby cousin. But I could not be a stay-at-home mom. No, I'd rather like, go to work. What she has, to, I'm like, oh my god, you're like, you're always with your kid, and you're always talking like, to a child. You don't always. have like adult exactly yeah, interaction, and like. 
trying to, and like she moved to like a new city. So it's like trying to be like, you're new in a city, you're trying to make friends. And like, she was like, mom friends are just like high school. It's like very clicky. Like mm-hmm. you I can see that. Yeah. Like you're like, Oh, do you like me? No. Okay. I definitely respect stay at home moms though. Yeah. I know I, I can never do it. Do it. No. I can never be a mom anyway, but, um, you're a mom to Tina. That's true. So I shouldn't say never, yeah. but I just don't like, I think I was talking to, no, I wasn't talking to somebody. I was listening to the radio and like they were talking about stay at home moms and like moms were calling in. It was something like they were calling in to tell them how their experience was. And this one girl was like, I thought like as soon as my kids started going to school or like kindergarten, like I would have time to myself. And she was like, I actually feel like I worked the whole day by the time because mm-hmm. I cooked, I cleaned, I did all of like the yeah. house stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's a full-time job if you think about they it. They're like, not getting oh, paid yeah. for. Yeah. And think about, like, stay-at-home moms who, like, stay at home. And then, like, they, you know, maybe they have a couple kids. And then once the last kid goes to school, they're like, okay, I want to get a job. But, like, that point, you've, you've been, been out like, of the workforce. For, like, eight years. Like, right. Yeah. You know? Everything's so, changed. Right. So it's like, okay, well, what skills do you have? And how do they, like, go into a job? But it's like, okay, well... You can make the connection, but, like, right. can, like, a recruiter, you know, like, yeah. your resume is, has, like, an eight-year eight gap. gap. And what, I mean, you might have had a career before, but, I mean, a lot of people have kids right after they get married. They get married mm-hmm. out of college. Welcome you have no. I was going to say, you're 30 years old and you've never had a full-time job. Right. Then yeah. what? Uh-huh. What do you, what do, you do? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean... But some of them stay stay stay-at-home moms. Like, that's their job for Mm -hmm. 18-plus years. I'd like to be a stay-at-home person. (laughs) Like, I don't necessarily need to have the kids. I just want to have... I don't know. So on um, <laughs> on my Bravo show, Southern Charm, Shep calls it mailbox money, and his parents are just loaded and like bought him investments into stuff. He, I think he owns like a um, he owns like a couple of dive bars in Charleston. But I think on top of that, what what gave him the money to own the dive bars is that he owns and his family owns shopping centers oh. that they rent out obviously to like Food Lion, Walmart, whatever you know. Uh-huh. And so he and then they just pay you because. Oh, so he gets like the interest or like the pay, like his. Well, he part owns of the it, so you know, like Walmart doesn't own the building; they just signed a twenty-year lease because they said if you build it and you own it, I'll rent it from you for however many years. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay you rent, yeah, every month true. for forever, and you're just the owner sitting back, like yeah, fat cat landlord, mm-hmm. fat cat. Yeah. So, anyways, I want almost that life. However, I don't want it on my own because if I were right now, just like loaded and alone I'd be bored but I want to be loaded now with my friends to also have that lifestyle so that we can all hang out together and go take up something like tennis I feel like you, I feel <laughs> you know? like if you had you that like you would yeah. have friends like if you had that kind of money like you would quickly find friends we who play tennis like that. and people are like you'll get bored no if I have I friends travel I say you can travel you can take up hobbies right now my toes are janky as shit and I went to a wedding with him looking like that and I was so embarrassed but who has the time or money to get a pedicure nowadays my hair is gray I need a haircut I can't it's just too much but if I had the time right I could learn to cook I could like actually go to the grocery store and buy ingredients yeah mm-hmm. and then cook them like sometimes I get super jealous whenever I see like these, like, whenever, if I have to go home at lunch and I see, like, moms, like, out, like, mm-hmm. in my, like, townhouse, and maybe they're not moms, but just people, like, in workout clothes, I'm like, oh, it would be so nice to, like, work out in the middle of the day and mm-hmm. not have to do it, like, after work and then not or get done until, that does not happen at all. <laughs> but, like, do it after work and then, like, you get done at, like, 7.15 and then you still have to eat dinner and let's get serious. I don't cook. And then you have to go shower. Right. And then you, like, watch half a TV show and you're passed out. Exactly. It's a whole job. Right? Like, um, they do that all day. Mm-hmm. I could do that. You, I think anybody could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's do it. I believe it. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if I could. I, of course, like. I say I want to be lazy and stay at home all the time, but I think I would 
be stir But how many hobbies, if yeah. all of your... I like, don't have any fucking hobby, but I probably we would could have get, some, Like yeah. I said, we could mm-hmm. take up tennis. We could go to wine tastings. We could do all these fun we things. We could get drunk during the day. We could get day drunk. In the summer, we could go to the pool. We could go on, like, trips to the beach from, like, Tuesday to Thursday when the rates are way cheaper. You're right. We could go on trips to the Cape and have a clan bake. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I I will say, like, if you're in, like, a crappy job that you hate, like, just, like, do your best while you're there and, like, always look for, like, the next opportunity. Yeah, you got to do what's best for you. That's the one Mm -hmm. thing that I kind of learned, too. I was like, I'm obviously going to do, like you said, do your best at your job. You can't give up. Yeah, you want to. That's the hardest thing, too, when you want to give up because you're like, I hate this so Uh much. Think about the alternative. Like, I could not afford to not have a job. Right. I couldn't afford to get get fired. fired. (laughs) Right. I was going to say, I couldn't afford to get fired. Like, I had to at least keep my shit together. Like, got to keep it together. So, just look for your, figure out your end game. Mm -hmm. Look. And, and find the little things to enjoy while right. you're there. Like, right now, I'm not super happy at my job. I'm not, like, like really hunting for another job. But, I, of course, like, everybody should keep, keep an, an eye, eye out. out. Yeah. But Be aware. I, I think, for me, the biggest thing right now is I actually really enjoy the people that I work yes. with. Yeah, that was one. That was the hardest thing to leave because, I mean, you're at work majority of your waking life. So, mm-hmm. You make friends with those people, and then you leave. I think it's important to like your job in general, but I think it's also extremely important to like the people that you work with. Mm -hmm. Because, like you said, you're around these people for most of the hours that you're awake in the the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, they can help you get through it for whatever length of time you're there. But if you are looking for another job, I feel like it's also important to figure out what you're looking for. You know, and I did. Yeah, don't I, just apply all willy nilly like I did a couple months ago, and I was like, "Fuck!" I'm I mean, just doing I did. these interviews, and I like did a shit job because I was like, "I'm not even really sure what this is." No. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I did kind of apply to probably plenty of things I wouldn't a be qualified for or b want to do, and but I think that it kind of helped me just because yeah, I interviewed for stuff that I knew I wasn't going to get or didn't want to get, mm-hmm. but it helped my interviewing because interviewing is not just something. You pre- like you don't it's do hard. it. It's hard. You're it's selling hard. yourself, mm-hmm. and you'll start to notice that people start asking the same questions. It's the same type of things, same questions. You start to build up your answers. Mm-hmm. So by the time you get to that job, you're like, I really, really, really want this mm-hmm. one. You'll have had practice. It'll be like true. you've done it. So I think that that did work in my benefit because I was just kind of like applying and applying. And also, there's all these jobs, and they have 10 million different titles, and it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But they all have these fancy titles, and they write all these fancy words about what you're going to do, and it's like, it's it's all the same. It's made to scare people off. I think they want to weed out the wink, winklings. <laughs> the winklings. <laughs> the weaklings. Yeah. In the their eyes. Like, yeah. So, be confident. Yeah. Be confident. You got this, Figure though. out what you want. Even if you like the company that you work for and you want something different or you want a promotion, like, Mm -hmm. nobody's ever going to get anything if they don't ask for it. Right. Yeah. And you can't just go around asking. I mean, you have to have something backing it up. I need, you know, I want this because of this and I deserve it because of this. Right. Or I want to go in this direction. What do I need to do to get me there? All right. Well, I think it's time to... Wrap, wrap it, it up. up. Wrap, wrap it up. Wrap, 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 wrap it up. Hi. Trap God. What is that? Trap a God. Trap, trap Jesus in my life. <laughs> and we're serving up the whole world. A, where the gold at, baby. A, where the clothes at, baby. A, where the dough at, baby. And the banger, but you know I ain't trying to blow that baby. A, we're going to save that money. A, we're going to save that money. A, we're going to save that money. What we do? We're going to save that money. money. (laughs) Rap game got it all wrong. We ain't about to go and spend money just to flex on her. We ain't really got it like y'all. I'm the type of motherfucker that check the check, do the math. I ain't never getting robbed. Those margaritas (laughs) not going on my card. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't about to split a damn thing for the convenience sake. I'm at the restaurant working that waitress. You ain't heard of little Dave or L or the Jew biz major. Fuck you know about the world he was raised in. 
I've been saying money since the motherfucker 13. I wear the same pair of jeans every day. <laughs> Free sale with just homie. Two stamps away. Book flight December, but I leave in May. <laughs> drugs, are, drugs are generic, but still work the same. <laughs> yeah, yo. I, get, I get logins for Netflix from my cousin Greg. <laughs> Sister. Uh, well, anyhow. Thanks for your HBO. <laughs> Love you. If your job ain't paying your bills, do like little Dickie says and save that money. Save That's that right. money. Save that money. But thanks for hanging in there and being patient while we take a little break. Um, Got life. Lot. Life happening. Yeah. And so I think we're going to get back on track. We may try to do every other week while Jen's still adjusting to new life. Stabbing my face and such. It's fine. Um, also, thanks again to Kmart for joining Woo! us on our podcast. Yay, thanks for having me, guys. Yay. Yeah. And thanks, Tina, for yelling the whole time. It's fine. Fine. She's fine. full now. She's, yeah. She almost choked on her food. It's fine. It's all good. Um, but if you guys like the podcast, if you have any feedback for us, tweet us or give us a shout out on Instagram at Chugs with Jugs. If you have a long message for us, a please. A long message. A long, heartfelt message. Oh. The longer, the better. Oh. <laughs> it's the size that matters. Or you can just check us out on iTunes, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud. And make sure that you guys are liking, rating, reviewing us so that we can see what you guys think and that other people can see what you think, too. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.